Bom dia, boa tarde. Welcome to another short news flash podcast from PortugueseSoccer.com. My name is John Nevsh. Well, about 50 days ago, back on March the 12th, the world, especially the football world, soccer world, whatever you were using your part of the world, came to a halt in Portugal with the suspension of the league due to, of course, COVID-19. And yesterday, uh, Thursday, April the 30th, the Prime Minister of Portugal, in a national address to the country on television and radio, outlined the plans for Portugal now to start slowly in different phases opening up. And part of that opening up will involve, of course, seeing the Liga Noz back in action at the end of the month is the date for the return to actual playing matches, the May 30th and May 31st, the last weekend of this month. And of course, that news uh received by a lot of fans but not everybody's entirely happy um, a lot of people do have concerns with everything going on about COVID-19 and will people get infected concerns about possibly taking away any resources wherever they decide to play these matches from any of the local communities um, so there's some sensitivity to that but uh, about six out of ten people like the idea at least based on a Twitter poll that was put on our PortugueseSoccer.com Twitter about 60% like the idea, 40% don't. Um, tremendous comments. A lot of people uh, feel that it is time to get going, that if you do it safely, you will be fine. Other people think that it's basically crazy, that uh, you know we're dealing with a pandemic, and that right now what's more important is public health and not worrying about uh, you know deciding and playing football. Uh, I think that if they can do this safely, I think if everybody is tested, and that's definitely what's going to be happening, um, this is a chance to give not just the people in Portugal that love uh, the Liga Nange, but the immigrants, of which there are many of us around the world, not to mention an opportunity for the games to be put on television, which will be picked up by other countries. There's a chance for Portugal here to spread its product, and we all like our product, Conspiracy theories aside, sometimes between teams and the allegations. But when it comes to the amount of talent that has been in Portugal in the last 20 years, the amount of great players that have been sold to go to other countries and play in the EPL or La Liga, the place where it started with Cristiano and José Mourinho, I think we could all agree that Portugal is basically a tremendous uh, place where I think you could watch a football soccer match and appreciate the talent and especially the possibilities of future stars. So the world now has a chance to see Portugal more than ever if everything is going according to plan and if everything goes safely. Now it's the question of what about the schedule? And now, of course, they have to decide that about where they're going to play. Of course, they've been talking about regionalizing this. Central Portugal has been one area with Viseu, Coimbra, Aveiro, uh, Tundela, uh, some of the places that have been mentioned. There's also been talk about playing in southern Portugal, in the Algarve, which when you take into account the continent of Portugal, the mainland, um, the southern part of Portugal has been not as hit as hard as the northern part of Portugal. And in you know both regions have stadiums that could be used. Um, Algarve also has hotels that have, by the way, if you've never heard of it, I've been fortunate to see it, soccer pitches, soccer fields, where teams could also practice there uh, under controlled environments. But right now, 
the Liga, in consultation with the health authorities who want to make sure that they approve the final protocols, uh, of course, that's the right thing to do, will decide exactly where these matches are going to be played. We know it's going to be behind closed doors. I know some fans aren't happy with that. Um, and now the question is, is where is it going to, uh, again, uh, take place? Um, obviously, when it comes back, the talk has been two matches one week, one match next week, and then two matches. So 2-1, uh, 2-1. Two, two, into that scenario, if you start at the end of May, you're looking at the Liga finishing right around the middle of July. And then, of course, you could have your Tasa de Portugal final with Benfica versus Porto. So we have the chance to see the final 10 weeks of the season. We have the chance to see the final cup uh, being played by the time we get to the end of this month. Um, what will probably happen is, is you'll probably see probably maybe two matches in a stadium. You might see a match played early afternoon and another match played at night so they could sanitize the conditions and, and clean everything up. Um, sometimes maybe they'll just all play one match on Saturday, one match on Sunday, but we don't really know that yet. Um, I love the idea of waking up in my part of the world and being able to see a match right away. I think that would be cool. I think that's one of the reasons why the EPL is so popular um, in North America. People talk about it because you wake up and boom, you don't have to wait until the afternoon. Boom, it's right there for you. Um, so we have a chance now in, uh, to kind of show our football soccer to the world. And obviously, if you're playing uh, now, you know, two times a week and then the other week, one time a week, that's a lot more, certainly a lot more football than we have right now, which outside of Belarus and I think one other country, nobody's playing. So Portugal has a chance to show itself to the world and, uh, you know, give people, especially in Portugal, a very much needed uh, distraction. Now, in bringing back the Liga, unfortunately, the two Liga, the second division was announced that they would not be coming back, obviously. A lot of clubs in the second division are unhappy. A lot of players are unhappy. Uh, this is a big hit financially to the clubs. But a lot of credit to the Portuguese Football Federation uh, that came out and said that they were going to give teams in the second division a million euros to split among themselves to help. The Liga Portugal, the Liga Norte, the ones that run the Liga, have also mentioned, uh, no amount mentioned yet, but that they will also be giving the clubs some money as well. So plenty of credit to Liga Portugal and the Football Federation for helping out these smaller clubs, uh, which is important to support them. You know, uh, not all the big players, the big stars started in the first division. A lot of them started in the second division. Um, a lot of people say that the teams a lot of times are used for the formation of players. So you don't want any of those teams to go under. And there's even a talk about restructuring the second division now, whether or not there's going to be relegation or uh, promotion between the second and third division. Uh, we don't know. And we do know it does appear as if, though, that Ferenc uh, from Algarve and Nacional from Madeira will be coming up. So if I'm reading everything correctly, it looks like we might. Well, you'll have uh, you still have, of course, the 18 teams next year if they finish, um, because obviously they're going to decide now the relegation in the Liga Norge with the fact that they could finish the season. But very unfortunate to hear that about the second division. But the good news is there will be some type of financial support to help them. Uh, through these times. Um, I wanted to mention quickly, of course, uh, when the meeting took place earlier this week with the prime minister, of course, the optics of the three big three presidents, uh, the president of the Football Federation and the president, of course, of Liga Nosh. Uh, a lot of people were upset that the Portugal's three biggest clubs uh, attended this uh, meeting and represented everybody else. It was almost 
you know, what they call in public relations, the optics didn't look good, you know, just having the big three there. But uh, it was mentioned uh, today in a story in the newspaper, uh, the Bill and Nancy Saad president mentioned that uh, he actually suggested the idea and it was discussed by the teams that the big three represent the entire Liga Nage at this meeting. So that kind of came out today, but uh, probably came out a little bit too late because there's been a lot of criticism about how it looked at the big three uh, are the ones that are kind of the only ones that matter in Portugal. But that does not be, appear to be the case based on uh, some of this late news uh, that came out uh, this evening in the Portuguese press. Um, so we have teams already training. Braga, of course, we know. Sporting. Uh, we know Porto and Benfica is going to get going on Monday. And again, everyone's going to basically do different levels. You'll start off with some social distancing. And then eventually they'll start to work in groups and then bigger groups. And then things will get really serious, especially as they do more and more testing of players. Again, there's been talk of testing players day of, 48 hours. You play two matches in a week, you're going to be tested more. Um, but as that testing ramps up, um, that, of course, will play a big part. Um, and, of course, teams being able to have more serious training. And, again, we get going at the end of the month. We play through the month of June, probably right into the middle of July. Then you have the Cup Final. And if all goes according to plan, by the time you get that, boom, you know who's going to represent Portugal in European competitions next season. You know who gets relegated without, uh, you know, no issues. Um, and then, then you would probably think the month of August, a good portion of September would be preseason. And then you probably figure at this point in time, the Liga Nage would resume at the end of September. Now, of course, when you do that, remember now next year is also a little bit of a shortened season. You're talking about playing 34 matches. You also have international breaks. You're also going to have European competitions. So you're essentially going to still see uh, a lot of matches being played two times a week next year, um, probably even during the holidays. Probably won't see the League Cup. That's been mentioned in the press. Um, but we'll worry about that later. But for now, at the end of this month, uh, Portugal has uh, an opportunity now to bring back the Liga Nage. And again, a lot of people tonight are happy one, it decides who's going to be the champion in terms of what goes on on the pitch, on the field. You're not having a committee decide. And two, if you did decide or if something goes, you know, if something went wrong, you did have to cancel the league, you would then have to still have the tough decision of who would go in first place directly to the group stage and get automatically right away 40 million euros plus, And who would have to go into the second place into the Champions League in terms of who would have to play the always very dangerous playoffs, the qualifiers. Now you don't have to worry about that because now you get to decide it on the pitch because as I said in previous podcasts, and I will repeat it again, you cannot have a committee or anybody make that decision if you can't finish the season. And it could still happen. Heaven forbid there could be problems and they can't finish the season and then they have to make those decisions. But right now, it looks like that'll be avoided But because you don't want somebody to have to make that decision, you know, who decides to get all that money and who decides to go to the playoffs, who decides to go to the Europa League. It just is too much of a problem in Portugal. You can never get anybody on board unanimously in Portugal for anything. It's just part of the culture, I find, in my opinion. Again, it's just my opinion. But I think you get to play it on the pitch. And again, a big opportunity for Portugal to be seen by more people around the world, a chance to bring our product not just to the immigrant communities, but to everybody else around the world. So I'm so happy, just like you are. Now we're going to start to see photos of players in training. We're going to start to see managers talk more to the press. 
And then eventually we'll see exactly where they're going to play these matches behind closed doors and when we could start planning our day around them. Because if many of us are still locked up next month, um, at least having that distraction of being able to watch real matches, that would be pretty nice. Folks, it's always been a pleasure. Talk to you next time. Ciao.